Hey everyone and welcome back to the Forever Exiled podcast. I am Justin, aka Tags. I'm Tyler, aka Wrecker of Days. Today we are going to be checking out the 3.9 Conquerors of the Atlas content update. All the patch notes just released uh, this afternoon for us. And yeah, we'll be going through blindly too, which is awesome. Yep, I actually haven't checked out anything yet, so um, mm-hmm. they're massive. We'll be skipping quite a bit because some of it just doesn't matter, but um, we'll be paying attention to the stuff that matters to us because that's why we're here. Um, so I'm, I'll hit this first section, Metamorph Challenge League. Uh, in the Metamorph Challenge League, fellow exile Tane? Tana? Did they say how you pronounce that guy's name? Anyway, Octavius is investigating the source of ill intent in the world, what he calls the intrinsic darkness. Help him by harvesting flesh samples from monsters throughout Rayclast and combining them to summon powerful transforming bosses metamorphs. Mm-hmm. Counting the difficult, the more difficult the encounter you create, greater the rewards. Catalysts is the new type of currency. It's only going to be is available only by creating and defeating these powerful new foes. And they can be used to increase quality of rings, belts, and amulets in specific ways, enhancing certain types of modifiers. Um, and then, yeah, it talks about once you read maps, you'll be able to uh, get samples from maps in the different areas and use them in Octavius's lab to make extra difficult but extra rewarding fights. And then they, they talk about the challenges. Uh, at 12 challenges, you're going to receive a footprint effect. 24, you're going to mm-hmm. receive a weapon effect. And at 36 you'll get a metamorph portal effect. I imagine it's probably like a... I saw that from their YouTube video. The portal's at twenty or at 36 this time. That sucks. Is, it, is it like a, one of his tanks or something? Like what did they say? show what it looked like? Yeah, they showed it. I forget what it looks like though. Mm. But 36 is I a lot. I always went for the portal, right? It was always around 24. And I'm like, yeah, I could do no, 24. It sometimes hit 26. I think hmm? portals were already pretty, always pretty high. Not last league. Last league it was 24, and I wish I did it because I bought the support pack that matched it, and I never bothered playing it hmm. on console. Anyway, that's pretty much it for the Metamorph Challenge mm-hmm. League information. Yeah, nothing major. Nothing major, but it'll be exciting. I can't wait to fight your own bosses and see what you know how it pieces together and stuff. It's basically like Einhar, but bosses, so that's pretty Yeah, sweet. as long as the rewards are good. I mean, the idea of being able to just swap up fights is really cool. That's the part I'm looking forward to, like yeah. making bosses new and, yeah. and, and intriguing and fun, and hopefully the rewards match it. Mm-hmm. I wonder how quickly they came up with, the, like, it's the complete opposite of Blight, right? Blight was just an insane volume of monsters, and of course it lagged up half of their players. So I'm curious how quickly into Blight they came up with, okay, we need to complete the opposite for next week. Yeah, I don't know. Should be fun. Hmm. So next section, major new content and features. Conquerors of the Atlas, a brand new game mapping experience. The Shaper and Elder have been both defeated, but not just by you. Another group of exiles has saved Rayclass from the Celestial Harbingers of Doom, but that wasn't enough. I gotta read it. <laughs> they continue to cut paths through the Atlas, leaving Carnage in their wake and forcing Xana to seal them in the Atlas forever. But they are not trying to find a way out. Oh, but they are trying to find a way out. Can you stop them before they bring ruin to Oriath? Featuring five new endgame boss encounters, powerful rewards, including new currencies, and new ways to modify your Atlas. So they added a new dexterity gem. Oh, so that's 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 it for that. Okay, so they added a new dex gem, artillery ballista. Summons a ballista that propels a sequence of fiery arrows into the air. 
The arrows impact the ground in a line, each dealing area to the enemies around it. Okay. Hmm. So it's kind of, yeah, all in a row. Artillery, okay. New Dex skill gem, Shrapnel Ballista. Summons a Ballista totem that fires multiple totems with extreme force, breaking them apart into shrapnel. Enemies can be hit multiple by multiple arrows from the same attack. Okay, neat. I wonder how they spread. Both of those now will also have a cap of three, right? Or a, a base of three that you can have down? Is that right? They might. I know the, not one of the things with ballista. ballista support had that, mm. right? That they had a limit. But I don't know, because these are individual skills, I don't know what that what that limit would be. They'll be shown the I'm sure we'll find on Thursday. Where was that? Uh, ensnaring, ensnaring arrow is next. Fires an arrow that remains on the ground behind the final target, tethering the enemy to it. Oh, I love that. Ensnaring enemies always counts as moving and have less movement speed while trying to break a snare. The snare will break if they leave the area. It's not slow, but it's, it's affecting movement speed, so that's pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, new support gem for decks. Of course, everything's going to be decks. Greater volley support. Supported skills fire projectiles from the user. Supported skills fire four additional projectiles. Supported skills also fire projectiles from up to four points on each side of you, like volley, but greater. Interesting. Next deck, support gem, Aero Nova. So they've shown some of these in videos, so it might be redundant. Supports bow attack skills that fire arrows forwards in a projectile. The skills will instead fire a payload arrow into the air that lands at the targeted location. Also, that'll be like caustic arrow in a way, like it doesn't have to hit an enemy. Mm-hmm. Supported skills arrows then fire out in a circle from where it lands. Mm. Barrage support supports projectile attack skills that use bows or wands. Supported skills fire projectiles sequentially. Supported skills fire three additional projectiles and have more attack time per projectile. So that was their, guess their we'll ability have... to make it so you could do barrage with wands as well as other skills then. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I'm more curious about the stats. Obviously, we'll get to those farther mm-hmm. down in the guide. All right, just a minute. Sorry, just clearing my throat. So a couple new currencies, the Crusader's Exalted Orb, the Hunter's Exalted Orb, the Redeemer's Exalted Orb, and the Warlord's Exalted Orb. Each of these currencies will add an additional modifier to a rare item from its associated pool of influence money. That's cool. I like that. I like that a lot. You like it without even knowing what any of them are? Well, right now in Exalt, you really have to know an item to know to try and limit what your possibility is going to be but it could be anything right whereas with these once you learn the item um, it's you know you'll you'll be able to know which mods you're actually getting you're not from a whole range you know what i mean so it'd be like let's say i'm going with the hunter's exalted orb and i'm going to be using it on a bow it seems like it really fine tunes what my possibilities could be right i just assume that yeah we would need to know what those modifiers are Mm-hmm. But it's nice to to know what your possible results can be, like sure. at least a, a smaller list. Anyway, that's cool. Uh, Orb of Awakening is another new currency. This item can be used on any item with influence, like shaper influence ring, and then any item of the same type to transfer that influence to a new item. The original item will be destroyed as a result of this process, but some of the original item's mods might be carried over to the destination item. Mm-hmm. An item can have two influence types attached to it if they are transferred in this way. 
Can you go rare to rare then? I would assume so, but I'm two influence types. Is the rest of the stats in the new item being completely re-rolled minus the ones that you're carrying over? I don't know. Well, it said some, right? It said some of the original items mods may be carried over. What's that based on, though? If I have a if I have a ring that's got only one open um, affix and I'm moving one over from an existing ring, is that the only thing that's moving and nothing else will change? Yeah, I don't know if it does the rarity with it or not. Mm-hmm. What I'm thinking with that, though, is no matter what, I mean, you might be hopeful in some case, but let's say, for example, you really like both Hunter and Redeemer, and none of the affixes that you wanted went in. If you re-roll it with Chaos, I assume it's going to stay both a Hunted and a Redeemer item, which seems really cool if you're re-rolling with Chaos. Better be rich. (laughs) They added 16 new unique items, 35 Awakened Support Gems, which are more powerful. Awakened Support Gems, which are more powerful versions of existing Support Gems. These gems are only available. Weren't they called something else? No, they were called, uh, it was like something support. It was, uh, yeah, they might've been, I don't remember. Uh, I remember not being very impressed with them, but the yes. level one version like level is 20. better or just the same as the level 20. And it takes you like a month to level it up. <laughs> yeah. I think they were called something different, but I like awakened and then 14 new dev cards. Nice. All designed by support as well. I wonder how long that list is or how, if it keeps growing. Yeah. I don't know. Because I've never been asked. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta pay money. Um, minor new content and features. So you can add item filters to your account. I know you love this. So, oh, I can't believe it. Yeah, adding filters tied directly to your account, even if you're playing on console. Cool idea. I still am curious. Have It's not implemented yet, is it? No, I've been looking for it, but they didn't make it seem like it'd be delayed. The only I thing I'm curious about wait. is if, you, if, if, if you're like you and you want to do that and you go ahead and set one up, as long as it's a selection within the menu that you can swap off of, then that's cool. I would hate if it's like, once you set it up, this is your filter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think what it, my assumption is that once you load the game, it's just taking your list of filters from that location. I'm curious how many people care about this as much as you do. Uh, a lot of console players have been complaining about it. And I mean, NeverSync has done an amazing job making console specific ones and even redoing the PC ones just so they work on console. But there's still people always like their fine tuning, right? And people have their wishes and this and that. A lot of console people are freaking out. I don't really know why a PC player would do is it. Yeah. Because uh, you still have to make the filter unless that website actually has all the drop down stuff where you're making your own selections. Which website? Are you talking about like uh, for. Never sinks. Yeah, the, the you can change filter. literally everything. Well, yeah. So, I'm. Why would a PC player use this? I don't. I'm looking forward to it though. I, I want. I want to see what it's. They're like. just weirdos like you, I guess. <laughs> uh, Lion Eyes Watch visually updated. Saw that at uh, XLCon. A new loading screen as you enter the Lion's Eye Watch. Added a vendor recipe for your spare catalyst. You can now refund multi-choice. You can now refund multi-choice passives such as those on the Ascendant to reselect your choice without having to refund all the passives after them as well. Wait, what? You can now re- multi-choice passives to reselect your choice without having to refund all the passives after that as well. Hmm. Oh. I'm not sure I totally understand what they're talking about. A multi-choice passive. Such as those on the Ascendant. Well, there's, I mean, on the Ascendant, there's the options where you have... Oh, I get it, I get it, I get it, I get it. Okay. 
So when you're the Ascendant, right, and you travel to the node where you're choosing, let's say I'm going up to the Witch, and you can choose either the Necromancer, yep. the uh, the three, the Elementalist and mm-hmm. the Occultist. They're saying that you don't have to, if you want to change your mind for which one you're using, you don't have to switch, you don't have to refund the points that are after it, getting you to the plus 30. Hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. Because, like, for example, after the Witch selection, there's... A, a node for one passive point and then there's the path of the witch node and so the path of the witch and this would both be 10 respec points just so you can change which witch ascendancy you are and then you reallocate them is it yeah okay oh, whatever uh added 3d art for torch oak step and machine machinimits range attack totems are now called ballistas have a cool new look it's a ballista a lot of ranged attack skills have received major visual improvements, including the basic wand and bow attacks, burning arrow, barrage, and puncture. Arrows that collide with terrain now have a chance of bouncing off. I saw that at XLCon as well. It uh, doesn't do anything other than looks really cool. Um, other skills have also received visual improvements. Firestorm, Frostblade, Freezing Pulse, Heavy Strike, Magma Orb, Summon Skeletons, and all the Warcry skills, Lightning Tendrils, Flesh Offering, Arc, and Sunder. Added lab enchantments for the new skills, as well as for Burning Arrow and Explosive Arrow. Cosmetics filter will now also check the description of your cosmetics rather than just the name. Uh, improve the shadows, double dagger, dual strike animation, and continue to incrementally improve the sound art effects and environment. Cool. Neat. Good with that area. Yeah. All right. Atlas changes. This is another biggie, even though it's a small section. The Atlas of Worlds has. What's up? I thought he said something. The Atlas of Worlds has been reworked. You now start at the center and will work your way outwards as you explore the new storyline. Shaper and Elder storyline is gone and has been replaced by a story that takes place in the aftermath of the old story. They added five new difficult endgame boxes, each with their own special loot, including several new item types. A uh, new mechanic for watchstones, right? I remember them showing how this works. That's kind of neat. Mm-hmm. These can only be obtained after defeating one of the new Atlas bosses, and they are used to raise the tier of all maps in a specific or in the particular region of the Atlas, causing all of those map base types to drop at a higher tier. So I guess how they explained it previous was one of the Watchstones would raise everything from tier 1 to 5, the white maps, to the yellow maps, and then another one would change it from yellow to red. Yep. Sure, it's more complicated. It's it's a cool-looking system. It'll be interesting to actually play it. Yeah, I'm excited about this one. I remember them saying the sextants are no longer applied to individual maps and no longer have a radius. They're now applied to the watchstones, and instead they affect every map in that watchstones region. Yeah, that, that the next part to me is actually the part that I like better. They're not restricted by this part. They're not restricted by map tier, or if the watchstones contain the same sextant modifier, only one will apply. I like the fact that it's not restricted by map tier because before you had three different individual sextants. Hmm. Uh, the, applying it yeah, to the watchstone right. is just nice because it's a bigger I mean yeah. it does still sort of have a radius it's just yeah. a region hopefully they drop a little bit more because you'll be go- flying through them if an entire section is affected by a section. I never even used them at all probably in the last two oh. leagues hmm. I always set them around race course and race course has been dropping in tiers a lot mm-hmm. <laughs> last few leagues but Zana can now sell Shaliper and Elder influence maps once you've progressed enough through the Atlas which is nice and these act like old Atlas influences, creating new monsters, threats, and rewards. The Xana mods that change map tiers or reroll base types have been disabled for now. Mr. Okay. Unique maps now drop with varied tiers based on the state of your Atlas. 
Maps that previously had monster level overrides, like Hollowed Ground, now instead rely on a variable tier. Hmm. That's good. Oh my god, though, what about uh, Grandmaster? <laughs> I uh, Maybe now I it'll be that, reasonable, because you can just not put anything on it and fight it as like a what, max of like tier, I don't know, tier 1 to 5. Because hmm. it's a 9? 8 or 9, I think? Yeah. Yeah, that is PvP. That's crazy. It's, it's That's yeah, it's crazy ridiculous. talk. I want to see somebody beat it on sixteen. <laughs> um, be nice. Blight mechanics added to the core game. Blight has been added. Oh, super to the core game. You have a ten percent ten percent chance to encounter Cassia and her beautiful singing while exploring the atlas. Each blight encounter will award at least one oil or blighted map. Cassia will say some nonsense early on because we haven't updated her script yet. Sorry, I. Hmm. I, I see myself walking right past it. Who really? You don't blight. want to do the blight in the game? It no. does slow you down. It, 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 I didn't enjoy it. Yeah, I didn't like it. Yeah. So I don't see myself stopping to play a tower defense. They, in one of their previous tweets before the patch notes came out, they said that they haven't found a way to really solidify the frame rate for the slower platforms. Mm-hmm. So console is not getting blight to the core game as of yet. Oh, really? Yeah, but they're working on it. Uh, One thing that they did for, what was June's June's expansion, the Syndicate? Mm -hmm. Um, That was a very frame rate heavy one on console as well. And so what they did is they made it so that instead of having three encounters in one map, Mm. you only had one encounter, but you got three times the rewards. Mm. That's what they did there. Yeah, I mean, that one of the biggest problems with that, I remember in the beginning, was they just never stopped spawning. Enemies could just continuously spawn. Anyway. Yeah, it was, it was really hard at the beginning. Uh, blight mechanics. Nope. Character balance. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Character balance. Fortify's damage reduction effect is now multiplicative with other similar effects. My favorite part about that is the word multiplicative. It's fun to say. Chalk and shill calculations have been changed, and in general, it's much easier to shock and shill monsters with lower values of the ailment. The harder to reach high values of shock and chill. Oh, okay. Right. I saw this yesterday. Yep. The formula used to calculate shock and chill magnitudes now is... Math. Math. <laughs> <laughs> We've added an ailment threshold to monsters. In the great majority of cases, the ailment threshold matches the monster's maximum life. Primarily differs for especially high life monsters such as the Shaper, where the threshold is reduced to allow ailments to be applied with hits that would normally reach the required life thresholds, mm-hmm. right? The minimum shock and chill value is now 5% from 1, and to reach the minimum, you must deal 0.4% of a monster's ailment threshold with the associated element of a single hit. To inflict a 10% chill, you must deal 1.8% of a monster's ailment threshold in a single hit. A 30% chill requires 28% of the monster's ailment threshold. It's interesting that they still have not said what the threshold's going to be, or even any math towards what it might be. Yeah. Well, knowing them, they're probably still trying to figure it out. Mm. I'm always interested, though, why something like a 30% chill doesn't require a 30% of the monster ailment threshold. Yeah, I don't know. Makes it easy. The default shot magnitude for the effects applied by shock without damage, such as Skitterbotch, is now 15% down for 20. That makes sense. The alternate ailments, Sap, Scorch, and Brittle, have been slight have slightly different calculations as they have their caps lowered for their magnitudes. Nice. Hmm. Cool. Uh, so we've got what two two skill reworks. Shrapnel shot is now called Galvanic Arrow. 
now fires two additional arrows at all levels. The arrows now degrade in flight, eventually vanishing. The limit This limits the skill's base range. Modifiers to projection speed will allow the arrows to travel further before they vanish. Still deals a burst of damage in a cone. Increases in reductions to arrow speed also apply to the skill's area of effect, so increases to projectile speed will cause your cone to reach further. Now gains added lightning damage as the gem levels up to 9 to 179 to level 20. 1% increased projectile speed for 1% gem quality. Arrows no longer pierce by default. Hmm. I don't think I care less. <laughs> no. I was never really big into shrapnel shot. No. It'd be neat to use, but anytime, unless you know what it is currently, not what it used to be. Sorry, say that line again. You, you uh, cut out for a second there. Oh, well. sorry. Yeah. No, um, yeah, for me, I never used, put a lot of effort into any of these skills. So mm-hmm. once you go to use it, what it previously was would be typically irrelevant. Sure. Balance is good. Uh, explosive arrow now costs 8 mana at gem level 1 from 18 up to 10 at level 20 from 27. So it's much cheaper to cost. Uh, arrows stick into the enemy or wall and explode after duration. The duration no longer refreshes whenever a new arrow is attached. Previously, they were handled like charges, where, which would refresh the duration whenever a new one was gained. If an enemy has multiple arrows stuck in them, the first one to explode will consume all other attached arrows, adding their damage to the first arrow's explosion. That's cool. On hit effects such as chance to ignite or critical strike are determined by the exploding arrow. However, each arrow's damage is calculated with their independent critical strike chance taken into account. For example, if the exploding arrow did not successfully roll a critical strike or ignite, the explosion will not ignite. Two other arrows were also attached at the point of the explosion, and they successfully rolled to critically strike. They will add their critical strike damage to the explosion, but it will not cause an ignite oh, or, or trigger any other on-crit strike effects. Interesting. Uh, explosions now deal 50% of base damage. Previously, it was weapon damage was not taken into account. Explosions now also deal added fire damage based on gem level up to 522 to 783, which is just a really small nerf to the damage. Yeah. Uh, now inherits its base critical strike chance from your weapon, where previously it had a 6%, 6% base crit strike chance. Now gains plus 2 to explosion radius up to a cap determined by gem level up to 19. Previously mm. it naturally capped at plus 10, and explosions now deal 3% more damage with ignite per explosive arrow on the target. Ooh, literally just rebuild that whole skill. Yeah, they did. And it sounds like it's awesome both for clearing and, and for single target. Yeah. just sounds a lot of fun. Yeah, it's kind of cool that you could yeah, they, I, that was Never a really smart change to change how they attach, that they're no longer handled like charges. Yeah. That's because you just want, you know, you're like throwing dynamite sticks at the person and you just want them to blow and they blow. Yeah, that it's interesting really- that everything is determined by the exploding arrow with regards to crit and, and on-hit effects. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your brain stops at crit. It does, yep. Sweet, I got this huge section here, balance, skill We can balance. go through like, why don't we just... Uh, take a take a a skill each. You do the oh, skill balance and up to arc. You you'll do arc. No, you do oh, arc. You get arc. No, you do arc. Go ahead. Fine, I'll do arc. I'll ballista totem skills like siege ballista and ranged attack totem, which has now been renamed the ballista totem, which I'm excited for. Now place the totem at melee range, and I really like that. I'm curious. Is that like regardless that of where you're targeting? Correct. It's yeah. it's basically you like throw it into a door. I don't think you can throw them. It's wherever you a are. A totem, I could throw it somehow magically into a door. 
a totem, yes, but these are no longer totems. These are ballista because totems. Because there is no more ranged attack totem, right? No, it is now a ballista totem. Mm, I don't know about that. Mm, I gotta I like run it. into a room and drop a ballista. Well, no, it's ra- it's still like you're shooting from far away. Not if you're going into melee range to drop it. Well, no, it drops it in your melee. Yeah. It shoots whatever it's attached to. Sure, but I, what I'm saying is I can't stand in a room and put one into a door to take care of something for me on another side of a wall. No, but I like that. I like that. Otherwise, it's you're adding range to an already range skill. I'm fine with that. <laughs> arc. The range at which arc can chain to another enemy has increased by 10. It's now 35 instead of 25. Hmm, that was the only change to it. I thought it was. I thought they said in the death manifesto that it was going to be a big change. I mean, it is ten. That's a pretty substantial amount of range that it can. You're going from killing a lot of enemies off screen to killing way more enemies off screen. Yeah. Uh, blast range now deals thirty percent of base damage at gem level one, down from forty percent, up to thirty six percent at gem level twenty from forty eight. Sources of additional projectiles now add additional explosions. Now has five additional projectiles at all levels from four. I never mm. really liked Blast Rain. Wasn't, uh, wasn't top of my list. Mm-hmm. Burning Arrow now converts 100% of the physical damage to fire damage. It used to be 50. Now has 50% chance to ignite enemies at all gem levels. It used to go up incrementally from 30 to 49. Now deals 50% more damage with ignite at gem level one which is 20% more, came up from 30, and up to 88%, which is up a 20% from the previous version. Now applies an additional debuff when you ignite, dealing extra burning damage based on the magnitude of ignite. Hmm. An additional debuff when you ignite based on how strong ignite is. That's neat. Now gains 1% fire damage, ah, fire damage over time multiplier per 2% from 3% increased ignite. Okay, because fire damage over time multiplier is really strong. I actually really like all those. Yeah. That's actually really fun. Burning Arrow. I, I still don't see why I would play it over Explosive Arrow, though. Really? Uh, yeah. Like full There's not a lot of, of AoE the... to it. Well, you can make AoE. I guess. But it doesn't do it innately, right? You'd have to use like some sort of GMP or yeah. a lot of the different new skills, right? I guess they have a lot of new support skills that I need to start reconsidering. I like that one. That one actually seems pretty fun. Nice. Um, Caustic Arrow now deals 8.8 base chaos damage per second at gem level, up from 7, up to 100 or 1,927.1 at gem level 20, up from 1,700. Now gains additional radius radius as this gem levels up to plus 6 at gem, gem level 20 from plus 3. Wow, that's awesome. I thought it was strong enough and big enough before. You know, okay, that I actually really, really like that change that seems pretty exciting the only thing i'm a little nervous about is we were reading about yesterday the buffs to uh chaos resist for for bosses Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. but that is a lot of damage i'm sure they cancel each other out though yeah but then why do it (laughs) i yeah well i mean i guess they have to be on par with everything else i like the increase to uh radius though oh this one's odd discharge no longer has a target limit that's awesome you previously could only hit 30, 30 enemies around you. Mm. Now you can hit however many are around you. That's awesome. Oh, elemental hit. Yeah. Silly. Uh, so its damage has been slightly nerfed at level 1, 22 to 40, from 23 to 43. And 
again, a bit more of a drop from 480 to 891 at level 20 from 590 to 1096. Oh, wow. That's actually pretty big. Now the deals, so one. is this all down? Cold damage yeah. was dropped at level 1. Cold damage was dropped at level 20. Lightning damage was dropped at level 1. And lightning damage wow. was also dropped. Wow, was it's elemental hit that good? Come on. No. It wasn't that. I mean, I knew people were playing it, but wow. Wow. Hmm. Fire damage is max hit dropped 150. Uh, 100, 111, 110. Yeah, like straight uh, across the board, they were bad. Yeah, over 100 down. Wow, all right. Dang, I'm not going to be able to play it now. <laughs> uh, freezing pulse. The art now more accurately reflects the rate at which damage is dealt by projectiles is reduced. Sweet. <laughs> cool. Ice shot Next. no longer. Le- yeah, I'm not kidding, right? Ice shot no longer leaves chilled ground on impact. It now deals 130% of base damage at level 1 from 120, so that's up, up and 174 from 147 at 20. Now chills enemies as though dealing 100% more damage at level 1, up to 195% at level 20. Okay. And now gains increased effect of chill as the gem hmm. levels, up to 19% at gem level 20. Hmm. Nice and so strong. A bit of a buff. I, I've always liked Ice Shot. Mm-hmm. Icicle Mine was providing enormous area coverage and damage at very low cost and was also causing performance problems. These changes are intended to bring Icicle Mine in line with the other mines as well as alleviate the performance issues it was causing. Okay. The projectiles now fade over time, similar to Freezing Pulse, but without the gradual damage drop-off. In other words, the mines will have a shorter range by default, but can be increased by increasing the skill's projectile speed. Now has four additional projectiles at all levels. That's down from six. And now gains 1% increased projectile speed. So in this case, it's distance mm-hmm. per one. Jo- oh, it's 1% per quality. Interesting. Yeah, just change to speed instead of damage. Mm-hmm. Did, did you ever play Icicle Mine? I, I don't think I ever played no. it. No, I haven't touched mines since they changed mines. Mm. Uh, Lansing Steel now has a base attack time multiplier of 85% up from 80 now deals 135% of the base damage at gem level 1 from 130 and 180 at level 20 from 175. And it now grants 1% increased impale effect per 1% gem quality as opposed mm-hmm. to a chance to impale. I'm curious how all that plays out with the changes we were reading about yesterday with regards yeah. to impale. The damage reduction. Because, I mean, this one, just off the top, at least looks like a bit of a buff to the skill. So I'm curious if, the, although... That benefit to impale is coming off of quality, so hmm. not an early thing. Yeah, all right. Lightning Arrow now deals 110% of the base damage. It's up 10% at level 1, and up to 134% at level 20, which is up 15%. Shocks enemies as though dealing 100% more damage at gem level 1 and 195% at level 20. Lightning Arrow now gains increased effective shock as the gem levels up 29, up to 20. This, I, I have a funny feeling this isn't going to last into 3.10. Now gains 1% chance to shock and half a percent increased effect shock per quality. Wow, I like that one too. That seems crazy strong. And people's uh, screens are going to start exploding like they used to. <laughs> like Lightning Arrow builds where yeah. just everything... Flashes on oh, If you play Lightning Arrow, I'm just going to have to play Eyes Closed, which means I have to play Zombies. That's perfect. Okay. Uh, I actually really like those numbers, though. Like, that everything is good. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them are just additions. They're not 
modified values like the first point. The next two lines, dealing 100% more damage at level one in terms mm. of shock and then gains an increased effect of shock. Those are just pure additions. To yeah, just skill. new. Yeah. Sweet. Lightning Spire yeah. Trap. Uh, okay, now deals 12, 26 lightning damage at level one. So that was dropped from 14 to 43. Up to 166 to 497 at level 20, down from 195 to 585. And it now strikes every 0.55 seconds at level 1 up to 0.36 at level 20, where it used to be 0.3 at all. Oh, boy, that took a beating. Mm-hmm. I, I think we were reading about that one yesterday, too. Yeah, that's a lot of, That's a lot less damage. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it is. I'm that assuming people were using it for racing, something. Uh, yeah, okay. Racing skills. Sucks for lightning racers. Lightning warp. Love lightning warp. Casting yeah. damage taken level 1. You betcha. If you now cast multiple lightning warps rapidly, you will travel between all of them as they trigger the warp. The timing for each subsequent warp is based on the distance from the previous warp. Oh, interesting. Isn't that going to make things harder for you? (laughs) (laughs) I've never used it. That would make me puke. But I love the idea of it. Hmm. Uh, Molten Strike now deals 120% of base damage at level 1, up from 139. Oh, sorry, up Hmm. to 139 at level 20 from 130. Okay. Just a little bit more damage. You know, it's funny. I feel like yesterday we read ones. I think this was one of them where they said there were buffs coming to a, and they named a bunch. And so far, the two I remember have just been these single lines of like arc reaches further. Yeah. Molten strike. Yeah. I mean, this is a buff. Its base damage has gone up. Well, didn't they say this is a buff? Yeah. We should say slight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was a little bit more extorted. I use molten strike for leveling my RF characters. So any, yeah, it's still any good. increased damage it does is good. Sure. Orb of Storms now deals 2 to 7 lightning damage at level 1. That's up, down a little bit. And up to 185 to 555 at level 20. That's down tiny bit. 10 to 30. Now strikes every 1.5 seconds at gem level 1 and basically 1 second at gem level 20. That's, and that's changed totally from fine. 1 second at all gem levels. So it's just basically made it slower at the lower levels. Yeah. I mean... For what I've ever used Orb of Storms for, right? this has a very small difference. Yeah. Like triggering yeah, E or something. Hmm. Uh, Pestilent Strike now gains additional melee range as the gem levels up to plus two at gem level 20. Didn't use it. Punishment now causes cursed enemies to have 20% reduced physical damage taken. Right, that's what we were reading about yesterday. The duration of the buff granted by cursed enemies when they hit you now matches the base duration of the curse, which is nine seconds. What, what did punishment do before? Right. So the people that you hit, you're basically tagging an enemy. Right. And then they would take increased damage. Or no, it was if they hit you. Was it always a curse? Yes. But there was there was punishment and then there was vulnerability. Right. And vulnerability was typically what people used because in a way it was like the elemental weakness. Mm-hmm. physical, And then this one was enemies that hit you had the strong debuff, which was much stronger than vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Um, but you were the, the, the strong restriction was they had to hit you, right? So you could just walk next to somebody and they were weak. So that's interesting. So it, it doesn't the, say what's the buff that they're granting you. Well, it's the same buff that punishment provides. I can bring it up quick. So the duration of the buff granted by the curse is now matches the base duration of the curse, which is nine seconds. Right. Wow, so, that's so a, yeah, that's a pretty good buff. Right. So punishment is a spell that curses all targets in an area, causing them to grant the punisher buff to those they hit. So enemies are cursed, 
And when they're within the curse, when they hit you with the so melee attack, Punisher grants more melee damage and increased attack speed against them. And now you're getting it for nine seconds instead of four. Correct. That's cool. I like that. I like it. Yeah. It's still very finicky, but I'm glad that they didn't actually change the entire mechanic of punishment. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rain of Arrows now deals 48% of base damage at gem level 1, up from 40%, and up to 60% at gem level 20, up from 50%. Cool. Hmm. I never liked Rain of Arrows. Yeah. Uh, it was kind of neat. That's a, is that a spell? I don't know. Rain of Arrows, I forget. Oh, you get raised Zombie. Oh, I get Spectre, all right. Additional maximum specters are now unlocked at gem levels 13 and 25. We were talking yesterday. Mm-hmm. 25 is high. It is high. To get, if you cared about that, I mean, essentially it's your fourth specter because people that want more specters are going to run all the way up to, what's that node called at the top of the tree? You know what I'm talking about? Uh, death attunement gives you an extra specter zombie and skeleton mm-hmm. so they'll likely be going there so for your fourth one that's that's pretty steep whoops yeah but 25 that's a lot you basically have to go necromancer to get it without natural strength you better want it mm-hmm. anyway oh boy raise zombie so we know there's some sort of something negative coming to it right oh. um the zombie slam ability oh, no. now has a six second cooldown from four has a base oh. radius of 17 from 28. Wow. Okay. Oh my goodness. The slam is now slower and mm-hmm. has 30% less base damage effectiveness at gem level 1, rising less? to the previous damage effectiveness. Let me get through the whole thing before you start crying. <laughs> rising to the previous damage effectiveness around gem level 17. Note that these changes are not visible on the skill gem. Sweet. Base zombie damage has been reduced by approximately 25% at all gem levels. Wow, okay. No longer, I'm going to just get through this. No longer grants zombies more life as gem levels. We know that. But the zombies themselves do gain base life with each gem level like other minions. Now increases zombie slam area of effect as the gem levels up to 76% at gem level 20. Oh my gosh, they destroyed zombies. That's hilarious. At least they're still gaining life as they level. Yeah, that's what you're taking from this. <laughs> that, 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 that's, <laughs> that's your positive. I mean, and there's all, their AOE still slightly increases. That's nice. Yeah, but that they didn't change the quantity of zombies. That was something that I did like. I mean, without any help, I think you're running at seven or eight zombies without caring about increasing your quantity. But that's rough, man. That's rough. That's really rough. Like 25% reduced damage at all levels. Yeah, just straight across oh. the board. And and just, I mean, the AoE has gone down from 17. That's like that's like melee. Yeah, and, and, and all you're getting as they level now is just the, uh, an increase in area of effect of the slam, which already has its base just crushed. Because it's not an increase, it's a percentage increase, right? So there's no base change besides the... Yeah, because yeah. the base is staying at 17. That doesn't... So I guess it's 76% of 17 that's added to it. At level 20. Right, 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 right. But still, I mean, 17 is like a big melee range. That's... Ish. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's reasonable. Average. It's not 28. Yeah. And even with your 76%, right. that's putting you to like... Is it 30? You know what, though, now that I think about it, and this is this is like my big skill, so I won't take too long on the other. It's my this is my favorite. But if you have eight zombies 
Or let's say you'll go and you you take the extra two nodes, so you have ten. But when I'm running around, even before three point eight, I'd run around and bang. If they all slammed at once, the entire map was empty. And like, yeah, it's awesome. But is that? I'm sure that it'll be completely fine. <laughs> the thing that the, the the biggest thing that worries me is life. I still want them to be capable of surviving. If they can't survive, even with investment, like I normally have fortify support, I'll have elemental army with it. I'll have me life. Right. I'll have three defensive gems in a six link for zombies and only two offensive ones. I would hope that that would be able to survive some moderately difficultly rolled guardian or whatever they're going to be now maps. Right. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they're secondary like they used to be. So I just I just want them to survive. I'm sure they did the damage levels efficiently. Wow, that seems pretty heavy. It is. It's not what it used to be. That's for sure. Anyway, uh, yeah. I didn't even need to clean an Xbox. So not I bad. think you might later. Well, come I think, Friday. I think yeah. Once you start leveling, yeah. I'm curious if it stays like that because that seems pretty rough. Yeah. Well, maybe 3.10 will be the uh, minion rebalance again. Or the that's alright. You can use skeletons now. Just keep casting. <laughs> I do anyway. All right. Go back to SRS. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> zombies suck. <laughs> uh, Scourge Arrow now deals 20% of the base damage at level one. Wow, that dropped almost by half from 40 and up to 35% at gem level 20, and that's down from 40 million. Scourge Arrow now adds 20 to 30 chaos damage at gem level 1 and 113 to 169 at 20. Wow. Oh, okay, well, that, that's massive. That makes a big difference to the first line. Yeah. Yeah, the first line's like, oh, that's not so great. That second yeah. line, I think that actually quite a bit makes makes up for that change in percent. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. Scourge Arrow and Caustic Arrow. Yeah, they're like, they're, well, I mean, they've changed the chaos. Yeah, they can change chaos resistance. Yeah, chaos is a little scary with the resistance for bosses. But mm-hmm. Was it Wither that drops the resistances? What's the, what's the. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, there was the combo. Both, both did something to do with the chaos resist. So, I mean, one yeah. was stackable and one was. That's a lot of damage. Like those two skills seem hefty. Yeah, you're going to use those spells with an arrow, though? Use what spells? Well, just it's, it seems like a lot of kind of different clicking. I mean, I'm a one-button player kind of well, guy. I'm not a one-button player, but I don't know that I would necessarily use both. I'm not sure. I'd have to play with them. But I do actually quite like the damage on both. I love when they add flat damage to skill gems. I love it. Yep. Like they did with the RF last league, or the league before. Well, they did it for quite a few of them, too. Mm-hmm. Quite a few skills yeah, have awesome. that added onto them. So, no, I like that. I don't The percentage drop sucks 12 percent at level one and then it's about 14 percent at mm-hmm. level 20 but scaling up to 113 to 169 base on the skill is quite a bit mm-hmm. um shattering yeah, seal on a spell totem wither yeah yeah i mean it's easy it's just one extra click and it i mean spell totem wither casts like stupidly fast uh shattering steel now has a base attack time multiplier of 85 percent from 80 and now deals 48 percent of base damage at gem level one from 45 up to 55 cool i shattering steel never played with that either no i didn't really get into it when they introduced i stuck with my, my i think defaults. ethan did it but I, I don't remember yeah smoke mine the buff granted by smoke mine now grants 10 percent increased movement speed down from 20 and it goes all the way up to 29 percent to level 20 and that's the same so they basically just made it less powerful early right on in the, the game guy, yeah. I assume this is just another thing to slow down speed run. It's still 10%. 10% still a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't see yeah. that really changing much. It's just you're slightly slower. Mm-hmm. 
uh, Siege Ballista now requires level 12, a gem level 1, up from 4. It now deals 100% of base damage at gem level 1 from 140, up to 145 at 20, down from 170. But it now grants you plus 2 to your maximum number of summoned totems at all gem levels. Mm, there you go, there's your answer. And now grants 1% increased projectile damage per 1% gem quality. Previously it was totem speed, or uh, placement speed. Hmm. Oh, so that actually seems good. I mean, if you're at three, you have three. Do you have to place all three, though? Like, do you have to actually hit the skill three times? I get confused with their wording. Because um, that's going to be annoying. Like, multiple totem support changes how... Oh, no, is that the max? They have... I forget which wording it is, where it's like you're placing them at the same time or just you're increasing your maximum. Yeah, I, I have a feeling just based on the wording that you're going to have to place all three. And that's not, maybe not not a big fan of that, but I guess we'll see. The Let's damage see. seems pretty decent, though. If you're the 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 drop is not that bad for mm-hmm. the percentage based. If you can all of a sudden have three, the problem is you have to get all three up to have similar damage to what you used to have with one. Yeah, or no multiple. above three would give you more, but still. I'm just looking at multiple totem support right now to see how it's worded. Can you can you uh, still attach that the though? wiki site? Pardon me. You still be able to attach that? Like, wouldn't be the well, same. yeah. But I'm saying I'm just looking at the wording because multiple totem support does let you lay two at once. Yeah. And so this says skills have plus two to maximum number of summoned totems. It, all that's changing with this, though, right? Right. But what I'm saying is that's the same wording right here. This mm-hmm. says plus two to your maximum number of summoned totems. So it does look like it raises multiple with one click. Didn't it actually say in? that skill that it placed to. I thought I thought the wiki or the the actual tip for it talked about the fact that it placed an additional totem. Maybe not. I don't remember. I, I, I feel like it used to the... say on it that you it, it was when you when you cast the skill is when it placed the extra mm-hmm. one. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know the the wiki site's in a different format now it's not showing the actual gem stuff I have to kind of look through it. Oh really? But either way. Yeah. Yeah I feel like Placing three down will suck because at two you'll be close to even. Three you'll have a buff, but they're also now placed at melee range, which means if you're running through something or or moving relatively quickly, I, hmm. not, I, I don't know. It still seems hmm. fun. It seems like it's probably fun to level with. I'm yeah. curious how it is. The viewer pointed out that the multiple totem support wording is the same as the one that's for, what are we reading right now? Siege Ballista. And the explanation that's outside the gem says multiple totem support does summon an additional totem on cast. Right, and it's which the exact this same word as No, but that was just what uh, somebody wrote in, right? Like, that's just the wiki explanation. So I'm, I'm under the assumption I, I could have sworn it actually said some... in the actual tooltip for the increased one or, or the, the multiple totem one. I thought it actually said in there that it places two when you cast it. I thought the wording was actually in there that it will place two when you cast it. I don't. I don't have I'm any of the wiki up, so I'm not sure. But I can't. I can't find it on the wiki. Are you good with spectral throw? You're on the next one, aren't you? I just did yep, siege yep, ballista. Yep. Yeah, I'm just curious if you're finished with siege ballista. So spectral throw now has an attack time multiplier of 110 percent, up from 100. Cool. Uh, split arrow now adds one to two attack physical damage at gem level one up to 56 to 85 at gem level 20. So they just added flat 
fizz damage to split nice. arrow. That's actually pretty good. That'll be a whole lot nicer for leveling. Soul Ren's base duration went up 0.2 seconds. It's now at 0.6 instead of 0.4. Oh, again, another one of those, this is a buff. <laughs> Barely. Because <laughs> it was on there. That actually isn't bad. It, no. it, it has very little to help you with on like a, a boss or anything, but for clear-wise, mm -hmm. that's actually not that bad. And you have to consider how long that gets if you invest in duration. Okay, going back to that other one. Multiple totem support in the actual wording for it, like in-game on the actual item. Supported skills have plus two to maximum number of summon totems. They deal percentage less damage. And supported skills summon two totems instead of one. Oh. So, yeah, I, I thought it was in the actual wording. So I feel like with these ballistas, you're going to be Clicking ca times. casting three, three individual times. Hmm. Interesting. So, um, Storm Blast Mine now deals two to seven lightning damage, gem level one, uh, down from three to ten, and three thirty four to one thousand and two at level twenty. So slight buff in twenty. Never use mine. SRS again. Summon Raging Spirit. They now travel to their location of your cursor. Oh wait, Summon Raging Spirits will now try to travel to the location of your cursor was over at the point they were summoned. Unless they find an enemy before they arrive. Oh, that's kind of cool. So you kind of force them yeah. to go somewhere. Yeah, and you can aim them without death mark a little bit. That's pretty mm -hmm. But it's where you click where, where you off. were, where your cursor was yeah. when you summon them. Which is for like everyone else but you, that's normal. Like that's how you right, probably, how, right, how most right. people probably would have. I mean, at a time though with SRS, you could just stand in one spot, cast a bunch of them, yeah. dash forward, hit it a few more times, and you'd always have them up. Yeah, I'm too scared to stand still, so for me, it's me running away while I'm clicking, and uh, then they're just going to end up showing up right beside me. Did you ever do SRS with cast on damage taken? I feel like that's the thing you would do. <laughs> uh, no, no, I no, I haven't. No, I didn't even try bothering them with. Because uh, I wonder where it was coming from. Where would they aim for? If it was, I have no idea where my cursor is all the time. I made it pink <laughs> just so I can try and find it, and I still don't know where it is. Uh, tornado shot. The secondary projectiles now fade over time, similar to freezing pulse, but without the gradual damage drop off. In other words, the secondary projectiles will have a shorter range by default, but can be increased by increasing the skill's projectile speed. I thought tornado shot was getting more of a, a nerf. That's not much Maybe of a it nerf. Seemed like it. That's not. A, I don't think that's a, it has a shorter range by default. That doesn't seem like. That seems fine. Hmm. Mm -hmm. I think they're just making the impact of it require a little bit more investment. Right. can be increased by increasing the skills projectile speed. So if you're more concerned about clear, you can Yeah, it will it will certainly yeah, it will decrease someone's clear by a bit. Yeah, you didn't need any investment for clear at all. Mm -hmm. Toxic rain deals uh, uh for some reason at 7.9 instead of 8 base chaos damage per second at gem level 1. That's up quite a lot from 6.7 and it goes up to 285 at 20, which is almost the same as 283. If the if you didn't know that that bosses were getting a chaos buff to their resistances, all of the chaos skills would seem so much cooler. Yeah, I agree. Because they've kind of buffed all of them. It's so funny to buff them while nerfing the damage. Or mm. yeah, no, it just seems like they're just moving them both up at the same level. But I guess yeah. we'll see. Val burning arrow. Oh, okay, hundred percent of physical damage is now converted. So that's the same as burning arrow now. Yeah. Now has a 50% chance to ignite enemies at all gem levels, up from 30 to 49, so that's the same. Now deals 150% more damage with ignite at level 1, from 30% up to 188% at gem level 20, from 68%. Hmm. 
now gains one percent fire damage. Holy cow! Really, it's like a freaking shotgun. Ailment. It's like yeah. <laughs> it's like a giant burning arrow. Oh man, burning arrows seeming fun. <laughs> Just make sure I can look at the screen. Well, better better that than lightning. I guess you'll keep my zombies alive. That seems fun though. I, I'm not yeah. usually a big fan into the Val skills, but a shotgun Val skill that seems kind of fun. Yeah, that's a good description of it. Val Spectral Throw now has an attack time multiplier of 110. I, I, did I just read that? Yeah, you, it's the exact same change for Spectral Throw. Cool. <laughs> All right, sweet. Okay, Venom Gyre? Hmm? That's not a thing. I've never, even heard, a- <laughs> I've never even heard of that before. Venom Gyre now deals low. 90% of base damage at gem level 1 from 80 up to 115. <laughs> okay, cool. Ooh, it's got a buff. Good job. What yeah. is Venom Gyre? How do I not even know what's to kill? It's an it's it's a new thing. They came out with some newer? chaos okay. gems when they redid the assassin that was less leak. Hmm. Was it clearly wasn't super popular. Uh, it's getting buffed. I Although I, I guess maybe it's chaos. Uh last active skill change. Volatile dead now has a limit of sixty orbs. What was the limit before? None? I must have been unlimited. Hmm. I guess they were looking at server stability. Yeah, must have been. Frame rate, whatever it is. Right, cool. Sweet. Um, Ooh, I'm excited for this one. Support gem reworks. Ranged attack totem support is now the ballista totem support. So supported skills now deal 50% less damage at level 1 from 30. So a higher <laughs> decrease. Well, uh, up to 41% less at 20 from 26. They now summon a ballista totem rather than a regular totem. They have a maximum to plus two to how many you can have, and attacks by totems now have fifty percent less attack speed at all gem levels. Wow! From thirty, that doesn't seem that bad. It seems exactly the same as the the ballista versus everything else that we were just talking about. If at at one you're taking a huge debuff or a huge nerf, at two eh, you're starting to break even, and then at three you're getting a buff. But look how little damage it does. Are you talking about the percentage less? Because, again, yeah. 50% less damage once you have three down is nothing compared to previously. Uh, no. But, but I, I think, I guess, the value comes from having three totems out. Oh, sorry, I dropped everything. Yeah. Having three totems out makes up for that, right? Well, you would hope so. If you can get them out. Unless you're putting... I'm trying to think of... I was going to laugh and say zombies because they suck now. But... Well, I was thinking of having elemental hit attack to... Oh, okay, so there, that's perfect. You that. just helped me out. So yeah, if you put elemental hit, then it's just a nerf everywhere. You'll never <laughs> yeah. be better. That's <laughs> what I'm doing. I got my scion elemental hit with my new ballista totems, and I can't even throw them. Nope. You can, you can title that one with, like, can clear act four. <laughs> <laughs> no, right away, I'm going to say I've already cleared 3.9, guaranteed. Here you go. I'm curious where it drops though. Which one? Like, where do, when do you get ranged attack totem support? The ballista totem support now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't remember when it was. It definitely, I, I want to say it was a little bit later, but I don't remember. I really wish they, uh, the, the, the wiki was normal today. I'm on my cell phone and with the wiki and it's working just fine. Is it? Well, I, I can't bring up my cell phone because it's not quiet for the mic. Uh, well, um, what can you what were you trying out? to figure out? Where you get ranged attack totem? Get ranged attack totem. <gasps> Emon says you get it in Act One. Well, awesome. For the for the current setup for it. Yeah, and it doesn't yeah, look like they. It's just it. from beating um, Brutus. Unless you're a witch or a marauder or a templar, hmm. then you're waiting to see also. Hmm. But that's well, still relatively easy to get. Oh, feeding frenzy. 
So now we're getting into support gen balances. Feeding Frenzy we read yesterday got hit. The Feeding Frenzy buff now grants 10% attack, cast, and movement speed to your minions instead of 15. Okay, no big deal. Minions from supported skills now deal 5% more damage while you have the Feeding Frenzy buff. That's down from 15 at level 1. That's a 10% drop at level 1. And then it gets up to 15% at level 20, which used to be 24. That's not a... That's an- that's like a reasonable nerf. Yeah. That's really not that bad. No. Nope. I was expecting that to be way worse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is interesting to see just when I'm looking at the numbers, though, that what it started at at level one is what it's now going to be at level 20, 15%. Yeah. That, again, that, that to me seems totally, like, this would not sway me from using Feeding Frenzy at all. No, me neither. I mean, it's good. It needed to obviously come down a little bit, but mm-hmm. I, that, it, that, I thought it was going to be way worse than that. I thought it was going to be on zombie level. Nerf, yeah. You know? Hmm. Uh, fortify support. Fortify is now multiplicative with other sources of damage reduction, which we saw that earlier. Yeah. Hopefully it's still a decent damage mitigation source if you're using it, and it's one of your only damage mitigation. You know what I mean? Like you're just using it for that bonus. Hopefully it doesn't have to stack to be efficient. I don't see this as a nerf to, to fortify at all. No. Well, I mean, it's less, but yeah. I still think it's fine. Well, yeah. I mean, the fortify itself is not less, though, right? Like, it's just it's just, it's it's combination with other stuff, with other sources of damage reduction is going to be lower than it was. Mm-hmm. So. Impale support now grants support skills negative 30 to total physical damage reduction against impale hits at all gem levels. Right, because Impale, we read yesterday in the dev support or the dev manifesto that Impale has a specific different stat for physical damage mitigation against enemies. Right, but it still said that the the one difference with physical damage reduction is it will, you can't go lower than zero. So I'm curious what the percentage will be because does does Impale... uh, because wasn't punishment the other one that gave you the minus percent to uh, physical damage reduction in the patch notes? Yeah, but there's right. vulnerability but is there, as well. So I'm just curious if yeah, twenty percent to physical yeah, twenty percent to reduced physical damage taken. I'm just curious yeah. if um if there's even a need to stack those. Like what the percentage is that will get it to zero? Yeah, it'll be interesting. The thing I like about this kind of stuff is because they've changed enemies and bosses so much. It's a wait and see, mm-hmm. you know, even though it's not POE two, you still have to, you know, what you're used to might not be as good anymore. And you kind of happen to play for first time again. I kind of like that. Yeah. Um, inspiration support, supported skills now deal 5% more damage per inspiration charge at gem level one, up to 7% at gem level 20 from eight. And the supported skills now have 6% increased critical strike chance per charge at level one down from seven up to eight mm-hmm. level 20 from 10. Was inspiration big? I never used it. I, no, I haven't used it either. Hmm. But it's pretty minor. Lesser multiple must less or multiple projectile support. Supported skills now have fifteen percent less damage at level one. Oh, so that's from twenty-five and up to six percent less damage at level twenty. And that's from sixteen. So they're trying hmm. to make it more useful. Yeah, compared to GMP. Nice. Yeah, I mean it's a buff. I'm still curious if people. Um, minion damage support. Don't, We're changing don't, it. Hey, okay, go, let's get go, through go, this. Go, go, go. 
Minion damage support. Supported skills now deal 25% more damage at gem level 1 from 30. Up to 49% at gem level 12, so no change previously. Okay, okay, okay. Now gains 1% increased damage from minions from supported skills per 2% quality. Previously, it was 1.5 per 2. So it's a, oh. it's a nerf. Eh. Only at the beginning. Nah. Which is fine, because quality you, you shouldn't just... But the thing about quality... I like that it's even now. It drove me nuts when it was like one and a half and you weren't sure if it was going to go up or not. That's silly. It's still more damage. But, but but that's the way I like it. I like that they Mirage combined this nerf, this nerf Pardon? with your minions. I'm I'm putting... Fortify is going on there. Uh, minion life, zombies. And your main attack will be elemental hit. Frenzy is going on there. Minion damage. And they just, they just took my six link. Except for Elemental Army, they just took my six link and be like, eh. Mm-hmm. Get rid of it. That seems fair. Yeah. Mirage Archer support. Uh, Mirage Archer now deals 40% less damage with supported skills. Oh, that's up from 30. And then it goes to 31% at max level. That's from, wow, that's up 20%. 31 from 11. Its targeted distance has been lowered to 70 units, which nobody knows to picture in their head. Uh, it's down from 105. 70 units is still pretty big. For, yeah. Like, it's still pretty decent for range, even even at 105. I mean, that's, that's obviously a pretty serious nerf, like, to the damage, but I still think it's I still think it's probably fine. Mm-hmm. 40% from 30, 31 from... All, yeah. Like, you, you are getting, obviously, a percentage less in damage, but the distance, to me, doesn't make almost any difference at all. 70 units is still hitting everything. Uh, and you're constantly moving. You don't mm-hmm. need it to hit an enemy that you can Hit, you're just using it to hit someone you're not. Just use at. it with one of the skills that got a buff. Yeah, you're fine. It's still it's still a a, a, a map clearing support. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it's it like you said yesterday. It's more for the swapper person who doesn't mind pulling it out because it's not going to be super great bossing. But well, but if you used it with um, exploding arrow, Ugh. use exploding arrow awesome. explodes to count for the crit or the no. Mm-mm. I don't know. I don't, I don't like know. that. Onslaught support. Supported skills now have 20% chance from 25 to grant Onslaught for 3 seconds from 8 seconds on dealing a killing blow at level 1. Up to 39% chance from 44% to grant Onslaught for 6.8 seconds from 8 seconds at gem level 20. And now you get increased attack and cast speed per 2% quality Hmm. from 1 per 4. So your quality is better. Uh, three seconds. Good lord, onslaught is going to be brutal in the beginning. Twenty percent chance on kill to get it for three seconds, versus eight before at a twenty-five percent chance. <laughs> it is not a great leveling, not a great leveling uh, gem. I mean, it's it's fine when you don't have anything else, but I'm curious its value at high level though. Like, why would you keep it when there's so many different ways to get onslaught? I don't think it was. I don't think it was kept a whole lot at 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 high level. I think onslaught was just super super heavy for leveling. It was, you know, really beneficial. A twenty five percent chance for eight seconds made sense. Hmm. The change now for thirty nine percent chance for six point eight. I feel like you should they should have done the opposite for the time. Give you a twenty percent chance to get it, and it's going to be for six point eight seconds. But but as you level it, your chance to get it increases, but the duration decreases because you're killing stuff way faster as you level. Mm-hmm. Or maybe the duration doesn't even change. It's just not great, but not short duration. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I agree. Point blank support. Uh, skill support. Uh, 
supported skill projectile attack hits now deal up to 30% more damage to targets at the start of their movement. And that's down from 50. Mm. So close range targets, you do less damage than you previously did. Yeah, cool. 30% more. Yeah. I don't think that's going to be super noticeable. I'm just thinking of it more on the like rolling on a map. Mm. I'm curious. Yesterday, the Dead Manifesto said that it's also going to do the the reduced damage it does at at the far distance Mm -hmm. has also been reduced, but this doesn't doesn't show that, no. But that's that would have been the, the positive of it, right? It's less of an impact for a range character. Mm-hmm. Um, volley support supported skills now deal twelve percent less projectile damage at gem level one. Deal twelve percent less. Okay, so from twenty five and up to three percent less at twenty from sixteen. And it now has new art. Sounds cool, but I have never been a big fan of the volley support. No, not that it's not good. It's just not for me. I mean, they made it better for people mm-hmm. who do use it. Which is cool, but uh, yeah, it's not that super for me. All right, passive tree balance. Uh, the point blank keystone now causes projectiles to deal 30% more damage to very close enemies from 50, dealing up to 30% less damage based on the distance. So it's literally the same skill, just change on the passive tree. Yeah. You want okay, to do these right, one, right. one That's each? what they were talking about then. So it's not the support that changed, it was the passive tree node that changed. Okay. Mm-hmm. In terms of the, um, the distance version yep. of it. Far distance, okay. Add a new cluster to the southeast of the Ranger Watchtowers. This cluster provides bonuses to attack totems and allows you to summon an additional Ballista Totem. Oh, so you can have four. Sweet. The southeast of the Ranger. So, okay. So literally somewhere towards the bottom right of that tree. Yeah. Oh. Um, the Ironwood Cluster has moved to the south of Duelist, has been expanded, and now includes two additional notables, Panopticon and Surveillance. Thanks for the details, GGG. <laughs> Movement speed for minions granted by the Ravenous Horde cluster have been halved. <laughs> Do you want to talk about it? Oh, minions have turned into my favorite part about this. Um, <laughs> the Graceful Assault cluster has moved closer to the Ranger in the south of the Duelist. So it sounds like they're really doing a lot of changes to that yeah. bottom right part of the tree. The Hone Edge cluster has moved one passive to the east. Fantastic. Well, you'd have to really know like what every single one is and how you run through. The ambidextrous yeah. slash blade barrier cluster has moved east several passives. The retaliation pseudo wheel is now where the ambidextrous and blade barrier used to be, for those that know. Yeah, the bludgeon blitz and swagger cluster have been moved one passive to the west. I'm just going to read through a couple of these. The lava lash notable now also grants plus 8% to fire damage over time multiplier. That's kind of cool. Uh, I'll, yeah. I'll read this one, then you can do the okay. next one. Uh, added a new cluster to the east of the shadow. Shocking strikes grants increased lightning damage with attack skills. Chance to shock, increased effective shock, and increased critical strike chance against shocked enemies. Hmm. Add a new cluster between the ranger and the duelist. Uh, burning brutality grants increased fire damage with attack skills. Chance to ignite, fire damage over time, ignite duration, and notable causes ignites you inflict to deal damage faster. Uh, flash Freeze now grants 10% chance to freeze. The small passive leading to it now grants 12% increased cold damage from 16% 10% increased effective chill. Previously, it just had the damage. Mm-hmm. Add a new stat. Um, minus percentage to total physical damage reduction from your hits. This stat has been added to the following clusters and then it names a whole bunch. Mm-hmm. Added a new very similar stat. Enemies you impale have minus percent. Against impale hits. 
been added to forceful skewering and swifting skewering. How come they don't tell you what panopticon and surveillance are? I don't know. So dumb. I don't know. I've always uh, found it funny that um, clusters have names, but you can't search for the names. These are notables, though. Two notables. Mm-hmm. They're like, hey, yeah, you'll yeah. figure it out. Yeah. Oh, no, the necromancer's changing. Ascendancy balance necromancer. <sighs> Which one's mindless aggression? What does it do right now? It's just minion speed. Uh, increased minion speed, minion damage, attack speed, and cast speed. Yeah, okay. It's only effective. And now, minion... Mindless aggression now grants your minions 10% increased movement speed instead of 30. <laughs> okay. You're going to be right. the I mean, worst. Commander of Darkness. Uh, that one previously... Uh, let me let me just read it so that it's better. Uh, ors from your skills granted attack and cast speed. You and allies from your ors dealt 30% increased damage. And you and allies... And 20% elemental resists. Now, Commander of Darkness now grants the increased attack speed aura as a single combined aura rather than separate auras for each other. <laughs> uh, and this matters for effects that care about how many buffs you have, such as Mantra of Flames. So awesome. just just the one yeah, nerf, so really. The Commander yeah, of Darkness like, doesn't really matter. No. Um, Guardian unwavering faith now grants the physical damage reduction and life regeneration aura as a I guess same idea single combined aura mm. oh, that's too bad and then slayer uh, endless hunger now causes you to be unaffected by bleeding rather than immune why that there would have been a there's got to be nice some wording or sentence something. where it says this matters for yeah that would have been nice unaffected by oh because immune means you actually don't get it Whereas unaffected means you're still technically bleeding, but you take no damage. So you still mm-hmm. technically have the bleeding ailment on you. Which I guess you could find some setups that right. could benefit from that. Okay. Hmm. Um, oh my goodness, this is ginormous. So we've got item balances. Uh, eventually, though, some of these just don't matter. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, um, So let's see. We, we read about this part yesterday, and I was more curious about the numbers. The assassins... Sniper and recurve bow base types now have six point seven percent base chance, crit strike chance from six point five, and they have an implicit that grants plus fifteen to twenty five percent crit strike multiplier. I think, and that was the one that said it was increasing the crit strike chance, which I was curious because they didn't say how much. Hmm. That's actually pretty good. You get a point two percent increased crit strike chance plus multi. Hmm. Steel wooden reflex bow base types now grant six percent increased movement speed, and the Maricath bow base type now grants ten percent increase. So both of those went up a little bit by two percent. And then the spine ivory and bow base types now have a base attack speed of one point four up from one point three five, and six point five base crit strike from six. The damage has been lowered to allow for the change to speed. Hmm, that's actually kind of cool. Yeah. I don't really care about the middle one, the one you read, but the other two are kind of. Mm-hmm. Ranger bow base type now deals slightly more damage. And the now you know. Wand base types now have 20% more base damage. And bows and wands can now roll increased attack speed one higher tier than previous, right? We discussed this in mm-hmm. episode one. Uh, essence of the zeal has been updated to be consistent with this change. Sure. I'm, I'm glad that they remember about essences. They did a nice revamp of essence a league or two ago. Mm-hmm. That was quite nice. I think it was the, for the minion one, so 3.8. And then they added fire, cold, lightning damage for bows. No longer use, oh, no longer use the same modifiers as those found on one-handed weapons. They instead now have their own progression, which is approximately twenty-five percent stronger than the one-handed equivalents. Hmm. Yeah, I, I think 
<clears throat> I think bow builds are going to be pretty fun this this league. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome crafting. I love crafting. Crafted modifiers. The faster start of energy shield recharge crafted mod. Oh, sorry. That's so we're talking about that one. It has a point about it. The lower tier now grants 8 to 11%. That's down from 12 to 17%. And costs an orb of alchemy instead of a regal. And the higher tier now grants 12 to 15%. Oh, my. Faster start of energy shield recharge, and that's down from wow, eighteen to twenty four percent. It costs four alks instead of one exalt. Well, at least the 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 craft has gone down. That it's I mean, yeah, it's I never cheaper. bothered with it because it was an exalt, but that's gone down, kind of like the previous version of feeding frenzy, where the highest tier of it is now same or slightly lower than the original first tier. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, I like the change in price, but I feel like the the nerf was pretty strong. Yeah. Well, I don't remember how many items you could craft it. Um, you can no longer craft plus one to maximum number of curses on body armors, or unveil it from the immortal syndicate members. That's too bad. Really? I just unlocked that. Oh man. <laughs> well, <sighs> maybe, maybe you can still have it on standard if you get it quick enough. Oh, you can. I could probably sell it too, but I don't like using legacy anything. When I play standard, you can no longer craft the veiled added damage of specific elements with an ailment chance on bow. Mm. No longer craft the veil. Oh, okay, yeah. Right. That kind of makes sense. I'm Mm -hmm. curious if that's the only crafted change on bows. Although, I guess with the thing we read yesterday that now you will only be able to max three crafts on on any item, that actually has a pretty big impact on rare bows. Um, crafted modifiers which grant elemental or chaos resistance penetration on weapons now grant up to 9 to 10% from 14 to 16%. Okay. You have crafting, crafted suffix, which previously allowed you to craft any number of additional mods on an item, now allows you to up to three mods. We were just discussing this and yesterday. This affects existing items. Items with the mod will now be limited to two additional crafts. However, any items with more than the allowed number of crafts will be will be able to keep those mods. The veiled and crafted modifiers with hybrid defenses, armor, energy shield, or evasion, and life have had their values halved, and their tier progression split by item type. Hmm. All right. Well, on to shaper and elder modifier. You're going to change a lot because they're going to be a lot less available. You're never going to see them. So, yeah. They said that they're still going to pop up. They're just not going to be as common as being what you're aiming for. I'm sure in the rest of this book we have to go through. <laughs> well, the Shaper and Elder physical damage added as elemental modifiers on amulets now grants 8 to 11%, and that's down a few percentages from 10 to 15, and then 12 to 15 from 16 to 20 physical damage as that element. And this okay. is on amulets. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm curious, though, because you'll be able to quality... Uh, amulets in this in this league, so I'm curious how that changes. Um, mm. Shaper and Elder attack speed and double damage modifiers on the two handed weapons now grants four to six percent chance to deal double damage from twenty. Wow! Okay, big it's drop. Big drop. Elemental penetration suffix modifiers can no longer roll. Hmm. Prefix versions have been added instead. Oh, so they swapped it to a prefix now. Interesting. Must well, be that strong. Yeah, or or the, or maybe they just needed a bigger pool. I wanted to cut out the suffix ones. Um, bows can no longer roll the two-handed weapon versions of added cold per decks. They can now roll the one-handed version instead. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Increased maximum mana modifiers on helmets now grant 9 to 11%. That's down from 10 to 15. 
and then uh, it moves up to 12 to 15, and that's down from 16 to 20. Who the hell was rolling max mana? <laughs> <laughs> I honestly didn't even know that was on a helmet. Increase Guardians max mana. have that. Um, yeah, literally one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking Where, about. When you're stacking mana, you're also increasing your, mm-hmm. your ES. Very small amount. Sucks for mm-hmm. those few. Uh, the higher tier increased all attribute modifiers and amulets can no longer roll. Oh, hmm. all right. Just the higher tier. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing for elemental pen. The higher tier elemental penetration modifiers and amulets can't roll anymore. Weird. The lower tier reduced reflected physical and elemental damage taken modifiers on body armors now grants 100% reduced reflected elemental or physical damage taken from 15 to 22 the higher tier can what the heck would you need the higher tier if it's 100%? You can roll 100% reduced reflected Ellie or physical damage now. So it's just one tier. Right, but that you're and getting what is one it? roll that's giving you 100% reduced reflected elemental or physical damage taken. I hope that's a prefix. If that's a suffix, <laughs> that's uh that seems and you'd be able to roll that with high high life and high armor. And... Why not just get rid of reflected? Cuz not I... everyone's going to have that. And it's probably going to be weighted to be pretty hard to get. Anyway, curious if you can craft it. Reduced reflected physical analysis now grant 31 to 45%. Whoa, that's way up from 10 to 15. And 46 to 55% up from 16 to 20 reduced reflected physical and elemental damage. Yikes. Hmm. That's weird. Hmm. I mean, I mean, uh, I am kind of curious because I've never ever looked at a role of like reducing the percentage of reflected damage that I've taken. Mm hmm. I mean, I guess giving it, I don't know, 100% just seems really high. I've um, always hated Reflect. I think it's dumb. The game moves too fast. You're, there's no way you can read the mods on the items. They added the visual cues for people, but what are you going to do? Like, just, just walk past them? I've always hated Reflect in the game. Reflect, though, is only really from on-map mods now, like to the point where it would kill you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I just, I've, I've never... I've, never I've definitely it. died before to just not reading or paying attention to the fact that I rolled a, mm-hmm. a reflect. So, mm-hmm. um, non-chaos damage added as extra chaos damage modifiers on amulets now is three to five percent instead of seven to thirteen. Uh, elemental damage added as extra chaos damage modifiers on one-handed weapons now grant half the damage, five to six percent, and then up to seven and eight percent. Staves and war staves can now... Oh, yeah, I forgot they split that. Staves and war staves can now roll a two-handed version of this modifier. Mm. And that goes all the way from 10 to 12 to 13 to 15. I mean, both of those two are really strong rolls on those those type of items. Like, that was a lot of extra damage. Yeah. Um, Recover mana on block modifiers now grant 3 to 5 instead of 4 to 8 percent, bringing them in line with the life and energy shield equivalent. Hmm, okay. You can no longer roll the high tier of an additional chance to evade attack modifiers on rings. You can still obtain the lower tier. Hmm. Never bothered looking for it. No. Uh, the all elemental resist plus percent modifiers on belts can now roll up to 13 to 15 from 9 hmm. to 12 and 16 to 18 from 13 to 15. Okay. Oh, that's nice. Cool. So uh, finally a positive. No longer roll chance to maim and maim support modifiers on two-handed maces. Hmm. It's weird that they just specified two-handed maces. Yeah. All right. Uh, hybrid physical damage and support spell damage and support modifiers can no longer roll on two-handed weapons. Okay. Wonder what the focus is on this. I don't know. Some of them, like this next one you're about to read, looks very specific. 
Added physical and chaos damage to spells on weapons. Now grade 2 to 44 to 676. Added damage to spells. That's up quite significantly. And two-handed versions now grant 60 to 73 and 108 to added damage to spells. Cool. Hmm. I wonder what the two-handed... Okay. It's weird, too, because it's it's to modifiers that we're just going to see so less of. Yeah. Like across the, that whole board of ones, you know, all Shaper and Elder modifiers. Um, yeah. uh, fossil crafting. So the support, the supported by maim modifier from serrated fossils can no longer roll on body armors. Right? Okay. Maim. Yeah, they didn't like that I'm one. I'm back on maim. Uh, the damage taken from mana life from the loosened fossil is now prefixed to be consistent with the shaper version of this modifier and existing versions if in your in standard day the added maximum life and increased life modifiers from pristine fossils can no longer roll what like at all the added maximum life and increased life modifiers from pristine wow what's the point of a pristine fossil <laughs> their value just went way down well what else would it roll life regen that's it. Wow. Like the, it's a it's a life specific one, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, elemental penetration modifiers from fossils grant a little bit less damage, uh, five to seven percent now. And two handed weapon versions now grant a little bit less as well, twelve to fifteen, and that used to be sixteen to twenty. Hmm. I was just looking at a curiosity of the life things that could roll on that one, <laughs> and they're basically. So what ones did they take out? They took out... Pristine was just maximum life and increased ma- in increased life. So they took out maximum life and increased... I wonder if... The, are they talking about the combination? So because they could roll... There's increased damage on full life is mm-hmm. one. There's increased to max life plus increased to max life as a whole roll. There's increased... Again, increased to max life and increased to maximum life percent. So yeah, mm-hmm. and regenerate... It's not that specific then. It doesn't really... But you can't tell by their grammar which one it means. If it means two, I think it's the combination of them. Well, they're in, in in all cases, it's combinations. That's the only thing pristine rolls. Mm-hmm. It adds to, uh, a base amount to life and then a percentage to life. So that's what mm-hmm. they're taking out. So you basically now can get regenerate percentage of life per second, life recovery from flasks, recover percentage of life per second, mm-hmm. and increase damage on full life. Um. Sorry, you just read the one regarding elemental pen, elemental right? Pen. right? Yeah, we're on prismatic fossil. That was a yeah. So they don't like fossil crafting. Prismatic fossil modifiers for weapon elemental pen now grant now grants nine to twelve down from sixteen to twenty. Hmm. Weird. I was never big into exploring in the depths. I always liked just staying on the road. If I saw something close by, I would uh, blow up the wall. But for the most part, I just like going down, exploring, and I loved it in so delve. I wasn't big in delve. I definitely liked it, but it. I just started to collect them after that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not rolling around in fossils. I don't have too many. But mm-hmm. oh well. Okay, so other item changes. The Matatals modifier on boots, which grants a chance to dodge, attack, or spells. Now grants 5 to 6 instead of 11 to 12. Wow, it used to be 11 to 12. Mm-hmm. Oh, too bad I missed out on that. Existing versions can be updated with a Divine Orb if you want to hit more of the same stuff. I love that for some reason. <laughs> if you want to be hit more often. Um, so I'm going to literally, like, these are almost identical. Spell damage modifiers for one-hand weapons can now reach 109% increased spell damage from 79, and spell damage for two-handed weapons can now reach 164 increased spell damage from 115. 
Spell damage modifiers granted by Essence of Woe have been updated to be consistent with the above changes, so that's nice. The increased fire cold lightning damage prefixes have also been raised to match the above spell damage modifier changes. Okay. Cartographer seals and unshaping orbs can no longer be obtained via their recipe as they can no longer be used. They can now be sold to a vendor to recoup the original recipe components. You know... Interesting. That's a cool little touch, though. It's cool that they got rid of it. To get your stuff back. They were some of the coolest looking orbs, though. They had really <laughs> cool designs to them. Hopefully they do something with it. So if they're getting rid of unshaping orbs, does that mean there's no more shaping as well? Mm-hmm. Uh, apprentice cartographer sextants are now called simple sextants. Journeyman cartographer sextants have been renamed to prime sextants, and master cartographer sextants have been renamed to awakened sextants. Awakened. They each have new art. Cool. Sextants are no longer used on maps with your atlas, as we've read a few times now yesterday and today. They are now used on the stones, which can be socketed into your atlas and affect all the maps in that region. We've reviewed and modified a number of sextant modifiers. Does it still last a certain amount of like maps? I think it would. Mm. I think it would. Hopefully they increase the duration because you're going to be hitting 20 maps or whatever within a region, you know. Yeah, the rewards from Legion and Blight Encounters have been tweaked. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you didn't even <laughs> let me sip my tea. <laughs> <laughs> the number of gems rewarded by Labyrinth Chests have been reduced. Hmm. Uh-huh. And on a completely side note, when you were at ExileCon and I was watching some of the Twitch stuff, yeah. I was really excited, and I know everyone else was too, and they were considering, and they mentioned oh, dumping the lab. rid of labs. Okay. Yeah, that, that got a little cheer. I'm pretty watch. sure it will be replaced with something just as annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I actually remember that being a question. I want to say it was in one of the... Uh, uh, one of the things where somebody was talking, but you could ask questions through the a website, and I feel yeah. like there was a question regarding what like torture version of going through labs will exist for Poe two. <sighs> like what what sad thing are we gonna have to do in order? I to, hope uh, not. I hope it's just a checkpoint in a story. You beat a boss, you get an ascendancy point. No, that's not gonna happen. I hope it is. Um. Modifiers exclusive to the convoking wand base type have had their relatively has had their relative weightings <laughs> adjusted. We read that yesterday. There's Again, no depth stuff. No, no details though. No, Ugh, poor minions. Yeah, you poor really zombies, took a I guess it's really just zombies. Yep. Skill specific lab enchantments that increase a skill's area of effect have had their values increased. Oh right, AOE went up big time. Increased from increased to sixteen percent in merciless and twenty four percent in eternal in almost every case. This does not affect existing enchantments. Yeah, I think that's awesome. It's a huge increased area of effect, especially because nobody took a nerf to area of effect except your minions. Yeah, and then everyone else is getting a huge AOE buff on the tree. It's double or triple. Yep, I'm fine with that. Um, blast Rain. Oh, this is just a bunch of lab stuff. Eh? Blast Rain, mm-hmm. additional Blast Labyrinth enchantment can no longer be acquired from Merciless Lab. The Eternal Labyrinth enchantment now grants 100% chance for an additional blast from 75%. Existing items are not affected. Hmm. Don't care about that one. And the Lab enchant, yeah, me neither. I mean, someone does, but I don't know. Lab enchants uh, that used to grant knockback chance with sweep now instead grant endurance charge on kill with sweep. And it will change existing items. But I don't, I'm not huge into sweep, but I actually like that. If I was playing sweep, I would much rather the endurance charge on kill than the knockback. 
Uh, Lab Enchants, which previously granted increased duration for Ice Shot's Chilled Ground, instead now grant increased damage with Ice Shot. That's because they got rid of the Chilled Ground for Ice Shot. Hmm. Lab Enchants, which grant increased AoE for Shrapnel Shot, well, actually Galvanic Arrow, can no longer be obtained. Existing items with these enchantments will not be affected. So I wonder if they're adding anything for Galvanic Arrow then. Shaper and Elder Scarabs have been reworked. They now add Shaper slash Elder Influence outcomes to the map area. Oh. Grant 30 slash 60 slash 90% more chance to find Elder Shaper rare items in the area. Oh, I'm so excited for how this new endgame is going to work. Oh, that's, that's, so, that's so, cool. I like that. Okay, so the Scarab is only affecting that one map you're going to run. So it's basically... It's forcing the map that you run to have Shaper or Elder influence and increasing your chance to get Shaper or Elder. Mm -hmm. Wow, so those Scarabs are going to be useful as heck. Especially the red ones. Yeah, wow. 90%. Mm. It's interesting. And they said that you can still have the influence on the map. Why? What? Yeah, well, on the single map you run. Yeah, I wonder if you'll be able to spread it around. No, I don't think so. I I, I think it's literally just in that map you run it will be Shaper or Elder Influence. And once you're out of the map, the Scarab's gone and the Influence is that. It was just in that map. With the Scarabs, yeah. I thought we read previously that there would still be Elder Influence on the map if if you had it set up. I don't think so, but I guess we'll see. Yeah. The Price of Protection Div card has been temporarily disabled from dropping because the T16 Elder Chateau maps are no longer a thing. You can still turn in existing sets for a map from the previous series. And remove the sextant upgrading recipe. Right. So now we're on to unique item balance. I never play with uniques. Do you care about this section? Um, no. So Reach of the Council's not changing. What a weird... Okay, I'm just going to read. Reach of the Council is not <laughs> changing in this update. We have some cool plans for this item, but could not get them ready in time. We're very sorry, Reach of the Council fans. <laughs> um, I'm just looking through Volley Fires, changing. Asenath's Chant is changing. Ember Wake now causes ignited enemies burn 50 to 65% slower. Okay. Uh, High Resire was the one we talked about yesterday. Now has 100 to 145 minimum added cold damage the bow attacks oh so this was the drop because it was super super high hmm. okay uh quill rain got nerfed i don't uh zoff's nurture don't care unshattered wills change snake quill bites change. better 30 percent less damage oh you're right sorry 30 percent less damage from 40 percent less damage but they did just nerf it mm-hmm. previously it's one of those backups um yeah sybil's lament there's not a whole lot in here that's it's funny how they've changed a number of bows, but mm-hmm. yeah, I know that the unique item balances don't really matter too much to me. And sorry for those who are going to listen or are listening that are interested in them, but it's better off to there's just There's like 10. There. Yeah. It's unlikely it's the one you're looking for. But there's world changes. And with the world changes, there are two new areas connected to the epilogue town have been added. Hopefully it doesn't increase its load time on console. They can be accessed by progressing through... Kirak's quest? Obviously, yeah. Alright. And Helena now has something to say about the order of Dijin. She is the most hated person in my hideout. Why? 
I just don't like her. Oh. She's always bugged me. I think it's because for a time I set her as the person to sell to or something, and she used to just the comment she made irritated me. Uh, Navali drives me nuts. She's like, "I will see you again," and I'm like, "Yeah, I put you in my hideout. We are going to see each other again. It's not very fortuitous or fortune telling. Come on, get out of here." It was a little funny at at uh, Exile Con. Ethan and I were laughing that about you know getting Xana to say a couple of the things that are super annoying, but she has no concept of them being annoying because she doesn't know anything about the game. She just is the voice. She's just an actress. Yeah, yeah it was pretty funny. Hmm. Um, monster changes. The boss encounters throughout the entire campaign have been made more difficult. In most cases, they have significantly more life, will deal more damage, use some skills and attacks more quickly. This is particularly true for act bosses. Several bosses also have new skills. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I Part like that. Better. Many bosses with lengthy introductions, such as the Brine King, now take re- damage for a short period of time immediately after becoming targetable. Now take reduced. Yeah. Hmm. Why? So did, we already have to sit through the introduction. Yeah, it's so annoying. Why? Why are they taking reduced? Make damage them take reduced damage during their. Oh, that's because people with all their traps and totems that are waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting, and all of a sudden dead. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. I I saw a clip for a boss fight for the new one, and it looks like the freaking Brine King, but they've just used, like, clouds and air. It looked exactly the same, and I think it's for one of the new five bosses. Not a fan if that's the case. Um, Monsters throughout the game now have more armor from 33% at level 1 up to 2,762% at level 84. Sounds a lot scarier than it is because their base armor is stirringly unimpressive. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Monster resistances throughout the game have been reviewed and more consistent, and in many cases resulted in more resistances on monsters. Mm. The wave skill used by some sea witch monsters, such as Merve's daughter, are, is no longer considered a projectile and will deal damage in a way that more accurately reflects its visuals. Mm. Nice. Fine. Cool. I like it. I, honestly, the harder it is, the better. The longer it takes to kill monsters. Yeah, um, I agree as long as it's not in vulnerable phases. I hate. Yeah, I agree. I don't I like agree. stuff like the Brian King. It's so dumb to me. Yeah. Oh, I, I especially hate that one. I can't see at all. Though, even though they give circles to stay get out of it, I can't see half of it because the water on the camera side, it doesn't fade away like the trees do. You know what I mean? Or walls on the buildings. Like, I just can't see. I think last... It. Yeah, it should fade down for sure on the front end of it. But I think, uh, I think it was last league that... Uh, Brian King would come out of his invulnerable phase, but still have the shield around him. Yeah, that was a huge was bug. Super yeah. annoying. Yeah, a lot of deaths. Lot of you deaths. want to do betrayal changes? Yeah, I'll do both. Uh, so on betrayal changes, there's only a couple little ones here. The Mastermind will now drop scarabs when slain. Sweet. Hmm. Give us more. Mm-hmm. And safe house outcomes that reward scarabs now have a chance to reward additional scarabs. Wow. Hmm. So well, definitely going to have to be playing betrayal. They, they want scarabs to be a big thing. Especially on the uh, Shaper and Elder stuff. So, yeah. um, Honestly, though, casual players barely see scarabs. Barely. They don't even know what they are. Right. And I'm not sure that this will change that, though. I mean, I, if you're playing super casually, you're probably not doing a whole lot of... Ma- well, you're probably never doing the Mastermind. Yeah, you probably never see Mastermind. That's true. Um, That's true. So I'm not sure that that changes it much. Uh, map changes. The atlas has been completely reworked. There's a new storyline, new boss encounters, and new ways to customize your atlas. I'm going to do two. Yeah, Yeah, just do them all. Uh, No, no. That's fine. Uh, The elder shaper and combined elder and shaper encounters can still be accessed. If you're lucky, Xana may offer a shaper or elder guardian's map. Mm. 
Awesome. Elder Guardians are no longer in a separate instance to that of their map. Huh. Awesome. And there you are, Elder Guardians. Mm. Unless they have a different setup. Guardians don't exist without influence running on the map. I like that you don't have to leave the instance to fight an Elder Guardian. Oh, I know, right? Yeah, go through like portals and including your own. Like the bosses throughout the campaign, most map bosses significantly increased, as we read yesterday, and the damage and speed of several skills increased. Awesome. Like Brutus. Many bosses are now also more resistant to elemental and chaos damage, which we heard about in episode one. Mm-hmm. Sweet. When encountering Zan in a map, the number of map options she offers is now tied to the level of the area. Okay. Zana's level, which determines which map device crafting options you have available, as well as what maps Zana can stock in her vendor window, is now determined by the number of maps you have completed on your atlas. Oh, cool. All right. Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. I like that. Oh, I think you'll like the next one. That's funny. Maps now have a 10% chance to contain a Val side area. Oh, I saw this tweeted. This is awesome. Where you can find sacrifice fragments in Val gem. Why do you like that? It. The only thing I can think of is because it might make some challenges quicker and easier to get through. Uh, I thought it was that Val areas were only in the campaign. Sure. It, so it's cool that they'll be there, but will you do them? Yeah, yeah definitely. I guess it's, it's like, just more me, mobs. A Val area it's is kind of like a breach. Same thing as going down right. right um, well... What's the um, abyss? When you actually get the abyss Ugh. and you go down, it's the same thing. I, I'm not a fan. I prefer everything being in the same section. But mm-hmm. because I'm primarily a console player, the more that's on the screen and the more that's in a map, like a blight map, you're screwed. But like, So I'm starting to be a little more tolerant of going to another section quickly and then clearing it and then you're back in your other map. If I'm doing, though, a tier 6 and up map, I do not want to get a freaking sacrifice fragment to go and fight regular Atiri. No, like that to me, I, I would I would hope the higher tiers maybe slightly weighted to the chance of getting the the Uber version mm-hmm. because I end every league, every single league with hundreds of both, yeah, uh, even the midnights, yeah. So like, uh, anyway, yeah. But at the same time, you're also they're, they're not those aren't the only thing. I mean, they're the primary way to actually fight at Ziri, but there's also the Val skills. And if you didn't get the Val skill you wanted while going through campaign, you had to stay in campaign to get it unless you were going down into uh, Delve. Yeah, but you're only the, the only person that affected it was Solo Self Found. Anyone else would go and buy a Val skill gem for a, an elk. Maybe. Because by the time you're in map, well, by the time you're in maps, you're leveled up. So mm-hmm. it, it was so cheap to go and buy even like a level 10 Val gem or mm-hmm. something that's already pre leveled a bit. Go ahead. Yeah. Where are we, Valside area? I'll just do the last two. The Cortex map is now more commonly Xana relative to the other synthesis maps and is now always level 83. Previously, the levels were variable. All synthesis maps now require a minimum level 80 area to appear in Xana missions windows. Interesting. That's cool. So that's in the, what's, what's 80? Is that tier 11? I'm not sure. And then all five synthesis maps can now drop as unique items. Awesome. They can only be acquired from map bosses. Oh, there it is. Tier 11 or greater. Tier 14 or higher for the Cortex. So if you're very, very, very low, maybe Xana will sell you one. Mm. wonder if you can increase Xana's quantity or quality or quantity. <laughs> what? That'd be fun. Nothing. I'm just joking, pretending she's an item. Uh, I'd like to increase her chances of being more generous. So this one is whatever. Xana's League mods that will be available in 3.9. They're unlocked as you progress through the Atlas quest chain. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fortune favors the brave. Essence, anarchy. 
Domination, Bloodlines, Nemesis, Beyond, and Legion. Hmm. Those are all fine. Yeah. And the ones I really like are five and six. So that one's actually one that I would consider Fortune Favors the Brave. I thought you usually liked Fortune Favors the Brave. I do, but I don't dislike any of these. Yeah, there's and no the bad ones. And the ones that I really like, like I love Beyond Legion. So many hard and many enemies. I just love it. Mm-hmm. Um, because they're the more expensive one, uh, Fortune Favors the Brave. Yep. This one's really attractive to me this time. You can do this. There's been some user interface improvements. The world panel map now show now supports curved lines. Huh? Ooh. Huh? Resonator's stack sizes are no longer obscured by the resonator socket in the Delve stash tab. Amazing. And added slots in the fragment stash tab for the elder and uber elder fragment. Oh, I'm so happy that they gave that they have that now. When we'll get like none of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Huh. Um quest rewards. Xana no longer awards maps as you complete the Atlas questline. What? Xana no longer awards maps as you complete the Atlas questline. Instead, she awards free uses of her special map device league modifiers the first time they are unlocked. What the frick? Xana got nerfed. I don't Why like that at all. Maps? As long as maps are easy to obtain. It, was, just, it was nice to actually, every time you got one, it was like, okay, what? what yeah, you had to try and like, fill out where you were. Right. Yeah. Now that you get to nice use their her her league modifier the one time for free wow and the, if you look back at them you're not gonna uh, i mean maybe you'll notice essence but i've never fallen short of essences anarchy domination bloodlines wow i don't like that I, I that i like my maps from Zana. um yeah, yeah I i'm too. not a fan of that one um i hope maps are increased or something added shrapnel ballista as a quest reward for the ranger for completing breaking some eggs Okay, so you can get Shrapnel Ballista almost right off the bat. Uh, purchasable for the Duelist Scion, Marauder, and Shadow. Aero Nova support is for the Ranger for completing Caged Brute. It's purchasable for Duelist, Shadow, and Scion. Ensnaring Arrow is a quest reward for the Ranger for completing Intruders and Black in Act 2 and purchasable for the Duelist, Shadow, and Scion. Artillery Ballista is now a reward for the Ranger in Act 3. Mm-hmm. Barrage support is going to be a quest reward for the Rangers in Act 4. And then Greater Volley support is going to be hmm. a reward for Ranger Duelist, Shadow, and Scion in Act 4. So I guess Ballista support stays where it is. Mm-hmm. Who's excited for PvP changes? Wow. This guy? No, not me. I don't care at all. You can okay. skip it entirely. All right. And then uh, bug fixes. Why don't we just scan for something that is... There's a few. There's Midnight Bargain. Purifying Flame handles terrain elevations better. Do they have skeletons? I'm, I'm controlling skeletons. Fix some bad delve paths where you'd think you're going one way and then you'd go another much longer way. All right. Ah. No, skeletons only got visually. There's nothing in bug fixes. It's too bad. Hmm. Val summon skeleton always, always summons the exact same amount. And it's always less than your maximum. I have two recently added things written at the bottom uh one is shaper and elder modifiers edit you can no longer roll the highest tier additional chance to evade attack modifiers on ring you can still obtain the lower tier and for crafted modifiers the edit is you can no longer craft the veiled increased damage of specific elements with an ailment chance on bows Hmm. i don't think those were either two that we really (laughs) paid much attention i've never i i have evasion on a couple but it's not the biggest focus biggest Mm -hmm. focus on is dodge and then the other one i actually just use more physical damage reduction 
patients just there. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I mean, yeah, o- overall, I'm. I, uh, it's kind of cool. I think I probably will start playing around with some bow bow ideas or some some of the uh, burning arrow. I really want to try burning arrow now. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what I don't want. <laughs> Zombies. Zombies. I, uh, I. Here's the thing. I was really excited to play kind of the meta. My scion guide that I write. Um, <laughs> got nerfed big time just as much as zombies it's elemental hit and i was reported to it um and i really wanted to play it just to see what it was like because i haven't played of course that build with ballista support and but zombies changed so much that i kind of want to play through that just to see what it's like to level you know what i mean how easy or hard it is you want to do it just to well so i know right right so if people are saying oh it's easier oh it's hard I have a playthrough of leveling with Great because I stay on standard on console. I'm not going to play on. Yeah, I don't think we'll it's, it's definitely not going to be a, oh, things are easy. I don't think it, it might not be hard because you can, st- it didn't decrease how many you could have or, I mean, that's yeah. it. Oh, that's the best. <laughs> that, that was great that they didn't change quantity by any means. Yeah, they should put that on their list. Do that <laughs> next. Should. Yeah. I, I, yeah, for me, it'll be fun. I'm looking forward to a lot of the changes for the, the bow builds. Yeah, well, it'd be a good um, way to get rich early playing meta. Well, and even even attack skill builds with the new changes to reduced uh, physical damage. Because I think the one thing that makes me slightly nervous on the bow side is the the, the changes to chaos resist. Um, mm. But yeah, the, the 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 couple of those arrow ones seem like a lot of fun. So cool. Yeah, very yeah, cool. Overall, that was over. Uh, that was pretty good. I mean, it's nothing. Uh, again, I don't think there were anything super major besides for are really into zombies yeah well no obviously the main metaphor here is, uh, is a huge change but there really wasn't much like i remember when minions was coming was it minions and chieftain got changed substantially i forget what it was but when chieftain just recently got changed oh yeah that galvanic arrow that called uh yeah when chieftain got changed it took me by complete surprise complete surprise and, uh, oh, man, and I wasn't expecting it at all. And there really wasn't anything expected here. You know what I mean? They said it was going to be a bow build, and then they said that minions were too strong, or at least zombies, and there really wasn't anything outside of that, besides the new endgame. Yeah, the, the Atlas is going to be a lot of fun. I it, can't wait. I, that is probably one of my favorite things to look forward to, because it's been the same thing for so long. Mm-hmm. So now it's a totally different way to play the endgame. Yeah. So. And it seems like they're making it accessible the end game right like mm-hmm. the val areas making Idziri a little bit more available you have shaper and l still going to be uh, accessible and to the point where they're expecting their guardians to show up so i have the assumption that that elder and shaper influence can still grow on the map even though it's not the primary focus anymore they're adding a huge focus on scarabs they're adding a huge focus on sextants and they're trying to make it so the entire atlas can be T11 and higher, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. It, it, like, Think about how much variety of maps you'll have. I don't remember how many. Let's say there's 60 maps on the Atlas now. Imagine like 60 Ts, T11s and up. 60 reds that can drop when you're doing like a T13. That's awesome. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. But much harder to grow influence, though, when you're getting that much variety. <laughs> I'm excited. I can't wait to get to the end game and see what those... See what those what? The new boss battles are like. Mm, yeah all right so i think that about wraps it up for this uh, episode of forever exiled thanks for joining us today uh my name is justin aka tags 
And I'm Tyler, also known as Wrecker of Days. We really appreciate you showing up for episode two, and hopefully we'll see you on episode three. Thanks for watching.